This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. Okay. Um, I Bruchim Aboyim, I guess. I don't know if the right way to say is Bruchim Aboyim for these type of uh, uh, Zoom uh, dinners, etc., I first want to um, express a certain Akar Satov for Yaakov Elvul Shlita. He's um, been extremely helpful with Bachrim in terms of we have a lot of times interactions with regard to Bachrim. And uh, I am always astounded by how much he understands people and how far he'll go to make sure Bacha has the help he needs and what he needs and so on. And Be'ez Hashem, he should continue to keep doing the wonderful things he's been doing in the Beachwood slash Cleveland community, and to go Mechayel Ochoyel. Um, obviously, the Nyanadiyoyim of these days is the Matzav win, the unusual, the unnatural Matzav. Um, the title um, about being a new normal, is this a new normal or not? It, it, I'm obviously not a Novi, not a Ben Novi, and um, try very hard not to engage in predictions, so the point of this discussion is not um, what's going to be and what's going to happen and will we change or not, but looking at it from a point of view of being over Hashem, of trying to understand um, shifts in terms of our behaviors and so on, what does normal mean? Um, what is, is there a Torah understanding of when we say the word quote-unquote normal? Um, what are we talking about? And what's the point of, of, of these events? W- whatever changes they make, how will it play out? How should it play out? And so on. So we'll try to talk a little bit more about um, what's no to our behavior and so on. The, 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 the Rambam has a sefer called Yara Hazaka which deals with a lot of mitzvahs, not a lot of mitzvahs, those are all the mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs are spoken about in great detail, and they're all described in a very, very specific, um, in very specific terms. That's the, the purpose of halacha, that's the purpose of mitzvahs. There is one mitzvah that is unusual in that it has a very fluid definition, and that is the mitzvah of halachta bedrachov, lidamis bedrachov, and that forms the basis for the beginning, for the first few prokim in Hilchah's days in the Rambam. There's a, a mitzvah of Allah Bedrachov, which means to follow and walk in the pathway of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Rambam um, expresses it as lihidam Bedrachov, to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways. HaKadosh Baruch Hu interacts with the world in certain patterns, in certain ways, we call the Midos, Hagos, however you want to call it. And the mitzvah is to emulate it. And as such, there are not many details. Rather, there is a general guidance in terms of what a person ought to do and how a person work with it. So, Hilchas Deis deals with what are the normal mahalchim, um, so to speak. In other words, Let's take a person's temperament in terms of giving versus not giving. Um, easily excited 
not easily excited, quick to be upset, not quick to be upset, and so on. And the Rambam explains how a person is supposed to chart out a, um, a course of behavior which balances the various um, ends of this media. For instance, a person can be hypersensitive and blow up at every small thing. A person can be apathetic, uncaring. A person can be very stingy, and a person can spend recklessly and give recklessly. All of these, the point is to reach a balance, and Durama is quite famous, to reach a balance that produces the type of behavior that HaKadosh Baruch would like. Now, the important point is not this balance. That's not the point we're addressing now. The point I'm addressing now is that as opposed to the individual acts of mitzvahs, Hilchus Stucker have a very clearly defined um, act. Ani um, asks for money. I have to give him a certain amount. I give it to him. I was my kind of mitzvah. Whether I do it many times, a few times, or whatever, each act is judged on its own. I gave tzedakah this morning to an ani, I did a mitzvah. I did not give tzedakah to an ani that was asking yesterday. I, I, I have an, an avera. Each, it's point by point. In, these, in this mitzvah, we need not only to stick to a certain pathway, but the, it, the mitzvah is fulfilled when it becomes the normal behavior. And I would like to um, read that in the Rambam. The Rambam says that the person is, um, you know, the Rambam lists all the various types of behaviors. The fact that a person, um, you know, must, must choose the midpoint and so on. And then in Perak Aleph Allah Zayin, he says, How should a person get into the habit until this becomes part of his being? He does it, repeats it, and repeats a third time. And these, in these various um, appropriate ways of, of acting, and he needs to keep repeating it, until they become very easy to do. And it should not take any effort to do it. And this should become part of his person. This is a very, very unusual halacha. For instance, if someone were to ask, how does one learn? How does one learn by some so good advice would be keep plugging away, keep doing it. Every time you get up, go to learn something and so on. And that way, you'll always be in the habit of learning. It's good advice, but it has nothing to do with the Mitzvah Talmud Torah. How should I do Hilchus Tzedakah? Well, every time, keep finding Aniyam and keep giving them money, and that way you get used to it. In Hilchus Tzedakah, this is advice. It's not part of the Halachas. And if a person doesn't do it that way, it's fine. If a person struggles each time he gives stucker and, and it comes with a struggle, he might even get more schar, maybe the from tzara agra. But the point is, the, 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 um, the, this, this type of instruction 
to keep doing it until it becomes easy and so on, that is not part of a halacha. It might be nice advice on how to get to the halacha. In these halachas, this advice is not advice, but it's the halacha. And like the Ramam says, how do you do it? He says, you do it again and again and again. Ad. Until it becomes easy to do it. Now, that defines something that is part of your nature. And and this becomes a permanent feature of who you are. In other words, this mitzvah of the Valachta Bidrachov is not about what you do, but about who you are. And if I ask, is, is this person, um, if I would ask, is this person autistic or not? So we want to know not if he can draw something, we want to know if this is his personality. Is it, is it the first thing he notices about an object is what it looks like? Is the first thing he does in a room set up in a certain way? We're trying to look for things that are not activities, but to find a person. Doing something that takes effort means it's not your natural um, reaction. It's not something that this is you. It's something you can do. Once it becomes easy, like the Rama says, when you do it, it's like a reflex almost, that really defines who you are. It's like a soldier, a professional soldier what he's taught in, in, in basic training and in further training is second nature to him. He just does it automatically. Soon, as soon as he has X, instantly he's on the floor uh, holding the gun this way, that way, the other way, it became second nature to him. And that's to be Kavu Hadeus Benashe. Despite the fact, uh, you know, people will ask, don't you need Kavana? Isn't it better if you do it with Kavana and so on? Well, a person can in general have Kavana. But unless the act comes automatic and naturally, in terms of Valachta Bedrachov, we have yet to fulfill it. Two, the Rambam says, if let's say a person has, has, does not have extremely good uh, middles, whatever area, how do I go about healing them? So the Rambam says, this is the second parak. We tell him to go to the other extreme for a long time until his, it snaps back into place and it reaches the appropriate middle ground. So even though um, it's, it normally one should not do an extreme, but since his natural instincts are in a certain direction, the person should um, go to the other extreme until it becomes as natural for him as that extreme. And then a person can deal with it in the right way, automatically and naturally. Once he's had the experience of both giving recklessly uh, automatically and not giving recklessly, not giving at all automatically, the two will balance this out and a person can reach a happy medium. But I've skipped a point in the Rambam, and, and I think this is a critical point. 
the Rambam explains what defines a person who is sick in, in these inyanim. The Rambam calls it chole hanefesh. Um, it's something which on today, it's, it's one of those areas where modern Hebrew obfuscates the real meaning. In modern Hebrew, chole nefesh is a mentally ill person. That's not chole nefesh in the Rambam. Chole nefesh means morally challenged. His, 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 his person as a moral being is challenged. So the Rambam had explained that how does he heal himself using this technique that we spoke about going to the other extreme. But what defines a person who is, um, who is morally challenged? That he doesn't do what's right? Would you call a person who, who has some lapses as a holy hanefesh? I wouldn't call it sick. I would say he's not doing what's right. I'd call him a Russia, maybe. I'd call him he's not not mahuder. I, I, I would find some sort of term that would define um, a person who's lacking in, in my symptom. Why in the world are we talking about a cholyanefesh? So the Rambam that I skipped is as follows. It's the first Rambam Perikshani. People cholei haguf, people who are physically ill, toamim hamar mosik or mosik mar. They taste sweet things as being bitter, and bitter things are sweet. Some people have cravings for food that's not good for them, and they and they do not like food that is good for them. Kach the adam shavsem cholos. The people who um, are have this illness that we're talking about, that they're cholia nefesh, they crave things that are not good and despise things that are good. They're too lazy to, to go on the road that's right. And 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 it's very difficult for them because of this illness. And then it brings psukim, which which prove this point. Now the Rambam here is giving an incredible definition over here of what is the issue. The issue is not the simple lapse. Well, that's what Allah is there for. Um, I wouldn't call that holy. Somebody who doesn't put on film. He's not a holy tefillin. He's not putting on film. And Allah is he has to put on film. The piece over here that requires uh, uh, I, uh, this type of change, radical change, is that his sense of good and bad has been messed up. His sense of right and wrong, it's not, the, it's not just that he's not doing right, but, but, but the right feels wrong to him, the wrong feels right to him. This is because it's not just an action, it's a pattern of behavior. So to me, um, giving in to somebody feels wrong. I need to, I need to stand up for myself. You know, it, 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 it could be the smallest slight. I don't you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a governor, I'm going to stand up. That's become my sense of things. And, and therefore, it means that I am a corrupt person if I'm not standing in the right place. So the problem here is, how do I deal with a person whose sense of right and wrong has become mixed up? So the Rambam says he has to force himself to go to the other, the other extreme. I'd like to think a little bit about our situation in light of this and try to 
get some understanding, some light that the Ram might shed on it. There are halachas. And those halachas, Baruch Hashem, we do our best to keep. When we don't keep it, we're, we're aware of, 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 of lapses and so on. But then there are many other areas that are, um, that are a general pattern behavior. What does our interaction with people look like? What does our simchas look like? What do we do? There is so much that is really not easily defined as an act that is a severe. It's a package. What should a tzibur look like? What should a davening look like as a tzibur? And so on. The, the, and, and, and the problem is once we're stuck in a certain way of behaving, we have a very hard time um, getting out of it because it seems right, natural, uh, and so on for us. And, and we're constantly, um, and, and that's once we get stuck in that, if it's a halacha that we mess up on, someone comes with a big mishabura and shows us that halacha is wrong. So fine, so we, we did wrong and we're not doing halacha, so we can or cannot change. But when it comes to a pattern of what does normal lifestyle look like? What does interactions look like? We really have a problem. So if I can think of a parallel to it, um, sometimes you want to, your kid eats only two things and you want him to have a better diet than that. Um, so you force him sometimes or her to eat something and to taste it. And sometimes the kid says, it's not so bad. In other words, because he was so stuck on it, he wasn't able to um, move away from it, to move, in, to, to move away from where he was. He ate only two things, he ate bread and potatoes, that's it, and I shoved something down his throat, and it's okay. Sometimes when our Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, shoves something down our throat, and it's hard to imagine a better description than what's happened to us, is that our Kaddish Baruch Hu basically and shoved in the crevice of throat. And some of it might be to realize that there are other ways also. Tamur Ukitov. I'd like to focus on one thing in particular. And it's, it's, it's not a specific thing as much as it's a much more general attitude. And, and I think that this is one of the things that Kodesh has shoved down our throat. And I think many people have found it to be... Um, actually tastes good. The, 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 um, our mindset has been the more we can do, the more we accomplish. So if I can do one thing an hour, I accomplish only one thing. If I can do five things an hour, I can do more. If I can do 10 things an hour, I can do an incredible lot. And if I can do, while I'm doing each thing, another 10 things, then it's an incredible amount of things. And if I'm doing less than that, I'm accomplishing less. This is almost with a, an attitude of tov. One of the things that this situation has forced us to do is to slow down incredibly, less things to do. And we began to discover the quality of things. If, 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 um, if, we, if we have time to spend with our Chavrusa learning and not with a thousand distractions, the learning actually goes 
much better. And if I have to spend time with my wife and kids and there are no other things to do, that time is actually a lot more pleasant. We begin to realize another dimension that we lose out. So we, we, yes, everything in society drives us to keep doing as many things as possible simultaneously. The problem is not that we do it even, the problem is that we think we're accomplishing more, we're accomplishing less. I'd like to, um, so, so I think this is something that each and every person has many different areas. So many people have heard it, you know, it's so nice to sit down with the kids at supper, to talk to them, to spend time with them, to spend time with your wife. There are not a thousand things going on. There's very little going on, and this is going on. And we realize that we've traded in a lot of quality for quantity. And most, many times, it's in inverse proportion. If I'm, if I'm to ask myself, what is a type of place that provides that type of um, groundedness, solidity um, for a community? Talmud Torah, the, the Talmud Torah of Mekomos Torah that sit and learn what we'll call a Shema. They're not graduating people for smicha. They're not out to teach a certain curriculum. They're out to bring Torah. When we bring Torah to community, when we bring a Makam Torah, we bring a place that, that first and foremost has Yishavadas. It's a Makam Torah. A Makam Torah, it's called a yeshiva. It means it's a place where there's Yishav Adas. You ponder a question. You think of a question. You mull over the meaning of life. You, you mull over the deeper understanding of a Pasik. A base medrash is a place that really, really um, provides that type of Yishav Adas, that type of Nekuda of settlingness that no other institution can bring. I know, again, we've had many boys that have come our way from Cleveland and the Kolol has been a, a um, the Kolol has been a, a, a factor in, in so many financial institutions in Beachwood. Um, I, I have uh, all sorts of relatives and other people who've from, from different areas in Cleveland, but I think we have to ask ourselves, what is a Kolo? You know, we talk about an outreach Kolo. More outreach is once you're anchored, once you are there and you provide a makom. That's the first step in, in beginning to bring things back to the senses. If, if the das is what's kovea, what is the right way and so on, bringing in yeshiva das, and Torah into community does that. Else is already um, a, it, it's an offshoot of it. People who come into a kolo, what are they coming for? They should understand they're coming to reconnect, to, to have yishvadas more than anything else. Leaving the world outside, the, because it's because the, everything in the world is is hefet yishvadas. It's the opposite of Yishadas. And coming to a place where I can sit and ponder what does Rabba mean? What does Abayah mean? And what's that locker here? Has it worked there? What's the meaning of this Pasik? And so on. Is the beginning of connecting, of, of reconnecting 
and reworking a entire person. The job of a community changes the das of the community. And it, it's, it, it's not only what it does, it's, it's the attitude, the understanding, the personality of the community that sets that brings a lot of bracha. And it's Be'ez Hashem, uh, my bracha to community, that they see a lot of Hatzlacha, a lot of bracha in it, and it continues to be Mar Be'das, Mar Be'yishvadas, and all the good that comes out of it and flows out of it. Be'ez Hashem, it's a tremendous Hatzlacha.